This is episode 69 for Tuesday, October 11th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be revisiting Style 6A, Martzen. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. And we're back. Or Martin. Yes, that was appropriate for yeah. today. So, hello, we are back. Hello. At it again for 69 episodes. That's a Holy good number. Yeah. Oh, right. Whoa. Well, today we're joined by Sawyer's friend. Sawyer, why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Yeah, welcome to Justin. Welcome to Justin. <laughs> Justin. Uh, no homo? <laughs> yeah, no homo. Welcome, Justin, to yeah. Brew Styles. <laughs> that, there we go. <laughs> I've already been drinking. <laughs> nice job, Sawyer. Thank you. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I like I, scotch. I play the tuba. <laughs> yeah, Justin is a uh, a friend of Sawyer's, and they uh, used to be neighbors. Yep. A long oh, time yeah. ago. He'd come up to my veranda all the time and get smashed. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it's, that, that means drunk, not, uh, yeah. not that way. <laughs> Smashing <Yahoo>! pumpkins. Or, <laughs> oh, wait. It's not pumpkin beer. Never mind. N- n- no. Uh. <laughs> yep. Anyway. But he is yeah. uh, also a craft beer enthusiast like us and a home brewer, I yeah. might add. Yeah. yeah. Not very good at it yet, but uh, shall come. Hey, as long as the beer is drinkable, it's beer. Well, mm-hmm. what beer yeah. isn't? Uh, I've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Have you brewed anything recently? Uh, not recently. I'm waiting to get a uh, keg set up to start doing that because I bottled a couple of times and I'm just done with that. It's such mm-hmm. a pain. It really is. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So, but the last <laughs> last one I did was a uh, was a saison that I thought turned out pretty well. What do you think, Sor? Yeah, it was really good. I think I had that one too. Yeah, it was pretty good. I burped a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a little. It was, it was a little, little overcarbonated. Yeah, yeah. That's not yep. bad. That's a good. Thing. Oh, yep. Yeah, it was pretty good. I remember. But it was still really flavorful and quite nice. That was the same brew day that you brewed which one? Because uh, I remember that was a double brew day. What did I brew that day out? Was that was your it? red? N- no. Not purple? No, what, I think it was my amber. No, not my amber. It was uh, the... Um, it was one of Stubby's kits, I remember that. No, it was your amber ale. The no. really strong amber. No, that was that was not purple, my imperial blonde. Uh, but I th- th- that day I brewed um, the uh, pale ale. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, Lemon Pledge. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I can't believe I dumped out <laughs> half of that stuff. Really? Yeah. Why? 
Well, because it wasn't very good. Like it uh, tasted like straight out of lemon pledge. <laughs> well, and then it got better, <laughs> and then I drank the rest. That's why you never dump a beer. Yeah. Let it age. You never know. Which what I might still happen. have my milk stout. There you go. From when was the last time you brewed? Was it for <laughs> the wedding? Yeah. Holy crap. It's, it's been a that long, time long ago. I brewed the milk stout for your wedding, and then I ended up bringing the... Uh, uh, wow. I'm just losing my mind today. I brought the other beer, whatever that was, because I can't remember what I brought. <laughs> your uh, Dunkel, Dunkel Vice. Oh, yeah, the Dunkel Vice. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> How do we remember your beer better than you do, So, uh, Well, I don't know. Everyone came up to me and were like, oh, my God, this Dunkel Vice. Yes. Except you had to... Pour a glass of foam and then pour a glass of beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if it was going to be carbonated, so I left well, it, it was forty it was pounds of pressure. Plenty carbonated, fast growing head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they pulled out a pitcher and would pour a pitcher and let it sit, and then pour it from the pitcher, and then pour it from the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, and it ended up not being cold. Well, it's what it is, I guess. Just pretend you're in England. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. it out of a cask. <laughs> I like casks. What's everyone? It's uh, <laughs> <that's> a quote. <laughs> What's everyone done since last podcast? Um, I went to RAR with used twos guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. That yeah, was a we, Wednesday. We mm-hmm. ran to, to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had a good time that yeah. night. That was fun. And we went to Cool Keg. We had the uh, they had two two beers on Firkin while we were there. One of them was the vanilla ugly pug or something. Vanilla chocolate ugly pug. Yeah. That was pretty dang good. And then the other one was the, the Hatch Chili Blonde, which yeah. I knew would get Travis's attention. Yeah. Because it's, Very you tasty. know, he loves Hatch, brewing with Hatch Chilies. So it was delicious. Did they have a spice to it, too? Just a little bit. Yeah. It was just enough to feel it, but it wasn't, it wasn't so much that it was unpalatable. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. It's not like Ghostface Killer. Right. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the ones that have the great chili flavor mm-hmm. and maybe just a little bit of a kick. But it, if it's overbearing hot, yeah. then it, it, it just doesn't do for me. Yeah, I'd like to say that they were freaking awesome. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, be careful. We did not check the explicit box. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that was, a, that was your first trip, Sawyer. So what were your impressions of Can't the OG brewery? Before? The OG brewery is really cool. Uh, it's, it's huge. Um, <laughs> I was actually really impressed. That's what she said. And luxurious. Yeah. And fantastic. Yeah. It, it, tremendous. <laughs> um, no, I was really, it was really cool. I walked towards the back to see their brewing set up, and I was really impressed by that because of how big it was. I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. that big. Because yeah. you know, on the outside, it looks kind of small. You know, It doesn't look huge. Yeah. Well, they have a huge distribution, too. Yeah. I mean, you walk in, and there's just a mountain of empty cans waiting to be filled. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. And I'm it's sure all millions up, of cans yeah, just stacked. Giant warehouse all the way up to the ceiling on pallets. You know, it's it's incredible. Um, <laughs> and I, when, I, when I walked in, I texted Courtney. I was like, there is a, literally a wall of cans. Of, I, 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 th- I thought at the time they were full. But then I right. pointed it out that they were not even filled they, yet. They didn't have caps on them yet. Yeah, I was the like. top cap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so no, it was a cool place. I really like it. I'm gonna try and play there too, hopefully. Yeah, and uh, they host the uh, Iron Mash Brewing Competition that uh, the Cap and Hair hosts every year. Coming up this month, actually. Yeah, we need to get signed up for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin, if you're free, you should get in on that. We can have two teams. Yeah, we should have to see. It's a lot of fun. Basically, you show up and 
they don't tell you what ingredients you're going to be brewing with until you get there. And then they give everybody a box of ingredients and they say go and you open it up and you've got to brew that day. Oh, nice. So we get to use uh, RARS uh, two row base grain and then whatever specialty grains and weird ingredients that they give you inside the box. I think last year it was apricots. No, figs. Figs. Figs and, and chipotle pepper sauce. Oh, that's right. Oh. oh, yeah. And there was a third ingredient, too. There's always three, and you have to use at least one of them. That was heartburn central. Uh, <laughs> was it the almond extract last year, or was that a different year? I don't remember. Yeah. One year they had Red Hots, like a bag of Red Hot candy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's, it could be literally anything. Right. So, so you just have to use at least one of the ingredients that they give you? But you can't add any other ingredients other okay. than what they give you. Gotcha. And then they give you a choice of yeasts. Um, so it's there's a wide variety of entries, but it's it's pretty entertaining. You know, as we're brewing, just kind of walking around, looking at everybody's what they're using, and so it was pretty cool. Sounds like a blast. It's always yeah. a fun time. I'd like to get it on that this year. It's, it's, I think this is going to be the third year if I don't do it again this year. <laughs> then I won't do. We've it. We've done it so. every year for the past three. I know. I think Travis did one one or two before that. Yeah. So, so I've, I've done yeah. it maybe four times. We can we can four. record there. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. We could do a live recording. Yeah, <laughs> on the live air. on the air, but but not really. Is what we're doing now, <laughs> right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, well, I liked RAR so much on Wednesday that I decided to go back again on Saturday, <laughs> and uh, they hosted their Oktoberfest 5K, mm-hmm. which um, was fun. I ran it, didn't walk, so I was proud of myself. Just kind of nice slow jog. You're running your leader hosen. Gosh, I mean, yeah, you see those people that are running and just the the leather chafing on the thighs and just, <laughs> oh, oh, I feel bad for them. And then yeah, they had the Oktoberfest celebration afterwards, and that was a lot of fun. Got to try the Oktoberfest that was bourbon barrel aged, mm. and um, how nice. was that? It was it was a little more woody this year than it has been in the past. Mm. So you got a lot like the oak tones were very strong Interesting. Um, there's a snake in my boot <laughs> someone poisoned a water hole do you uh do you know where they get their barrels from uh what did it say on the side i know they've used maker's mark before they've used jim beam and i didn't get a chance to look at the uh the barrels closely this year but um i have one in my backyard that was fun oh yeah because once yeah. they're done with them they just gotta sell them yeah. right so I bought it to make it a little patio table. Nice. So it's neat. And then when you moved, you couldn't get anyone to help you move it. Yeah. Because that thing weighs a ton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how much it weighs when it's full. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's ridiculous. You probably and need a forklift. Or two. <laughs> Speaking of which, anyway. what are you drinking right now? I am drinking my IPA, the Not Millennium Falconers IPA. Okay. I'm drinking the Hefeweizen. And I am drinking the same, the Hefe. Mm-hmm. Me too. We're trying to blow it. Yeah, I need a... But it's still there. I, I should have filled my stomach up then. <laughs> uh, right, so let's make that blind blow today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we are, are, um, we are all drinking out of Steins in preparation for the beers we will enjoy later 
But uh, before we do that, we definitely need to say thank you for listening. Yep. Yep. And if you enjoy it, then you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, if you leave a review, tell us what style you want us to talk about, and we will feature that on our next episode. Definitely. Yep. All right. Well, Chris, tell us about what we're drinking today. All right. Well, today we are actually revisiting Style 6A, Martson, in honor of Oktoberfest, even though it's kind of past Oktoberfest, but that's okay. Um. So this is, if you remember back, this is the darker version of the two Oktoberfest beers. This was the original Oktoberfest beer, um, but then in order to make their beer of choice more poundable, they <laughs> made the Fest beer, which is the lighter version. So, How festive are these beers? I mean, do they like to party? Yes. They just like to hang out? I think they like to party. Anyway, so, Martzen, the darker version. Overall impression, an elegant, malty German amber lager with a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor, restrained bitterness, and a dry finish that encourages another drink. The overall malt impression is soft, elegant, and complex, with a rich aftertaste that is never cloying or heavy. Aroma, moderate intensity aroma of German malt, typically rich, bready, somewhat toasty, with light bread crust notes. Clean lager fermentation character. No hop aroma. Caramel, dry, biscuity, or roasted malt aromas are inappropriate. Very light alcohol might be detected, but should never be sharp. Clean, elegant malt richness should be the primary aroma. Appearance. Amber-orange to deep reddish copper color should not be golden. If it's golden, that's the Fest Beer version. Bright clarity with persistent off-white foam stand. Foam stand. What is that? I haven't heard it worded that way before. Do they like put the foam on a music stand? No. <laughs> That's uh, what Colin Kaepernick does not do. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Bright clarity with persistent off-white foam stand. So I'm assuming that means the foam persists. How tall does it stand? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Initial malt flavor often suggests sweetness, but finishes moderately dry to dry. Distinctive and complex maltiness often includes a bready, toasty aspect. But you should not, like we mentioned before in the aroma, get caramel or roasted malt. Just the bready, toasty stuff. Hop bitterness is moderate, and the hop flavor is low to none. So we're looking at German-type hops, complex, floral, herby, herby. Herby? Floral, herbal or spicy there we go isn't that a volkswagen <laughs> beetle that's herby herby oh. <laughs> floral herbal or Lindsay spicy and had sex with that too <laughs> <laughs> is that old Lindsay lohan or or uh new Lindsay lohan <clears throat> oh my god anyway <laughs> Hops provide sufficient balance that the malty palate and finish do not seem sweet. The aftertaste is malty. The same elegant, rich malt flavors lingering. Noticeable caramel, biscuit, roasted flavors are inappropriate. Clean lager fermentation profile. Clean lager, at least. Somehow I knew that was coming. Mouthfeel. Medium body with a smooth, creamy texture that often suggests a fuller mouthfeel. Medium carbonation. Fully attenuated without a sweet or cloying impression. Maybe slightly warming, but the strength should be relatively hidden. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Overall comments. Modern domestic German Oktoberfest versions are golden. See the Fest beer style for this version, so like we talked about before. Right. Export German versions to the United States, at least, are typically orange, amber in color, have a distinctive uh, toasty malt character, and are most often labeled Oktoberfest. So if you see something labeled Oktoberfest, then it's probably the old Martzen style. Uh, if you see it labeled Fest beer, then it's the the newer lighter version uh, historic versions of the beer tend to be darker towards the brown color range but there have been many shades of Martzen uh, when the name was used as a strength of beer this style description specifically refers to the stronger amber lager version the modern fest beer can be thought of as a pale Martzen by these terms 50 shades of amber 50 shades of Martzen hmm. It's a beer porno. <laughs> <laughs> With big, frothy heads. <laughs> oh, God. And Lindsay Lohan, apparently. Uh, and a Volkswagen Beetle. Characteristic ingredients. It's also German. Grist oh, varies, okay. although traditional German versions emphasized Munich malt. The notion of elegance is derived from the finest quality ingredients, particularly the base malts. A decoction mash was traditionally used to develop the rich malt profile. So I have a feeling it's it's similar to like the Munich Dunkel mm-hmm. using Munich malt as a, a base, um, but not as sweet. Probably finished a little bit more to make it drier. Sure. So you get a higher alcohol content, but still the bready toasty. Because if you remember back to Munich Dunkel, uh, it's supposed to be liquid bread. Think back. <laughs> So this yeah. one is the less sweet version of the Munich Dunkel. If you want to kind of compare the two that way, if that makes sense, it's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. Yes, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Martin's one of my personal favorite styles. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's a great Me time of year. I agree. Too. As soon as I have lagering capabilities at my home brewery, this will be. One of the first loggers that I make. Hey man, for you, sure. you just need a poo chamber. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. I uh, have other priorities financially, though. Well, uh, um, actually, Sawyer, you and I have both done the uh, quick October. Oh yeah, it's beer. A the fake lager. <laughs> yeah, you it's did. A bounty. A big fat bounty. <laughs> Mine was okay. You did Stubby's kit. Yeah, I did a recipe that I found online. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was okay. It wasn't anything close to an actual Oktoberfest Martin, but it was definitely drinkable. Actually, and yours was, once we got past that metallic stage, <laughs> it turned out pretty good. Actually, no, mine wasn't the kit. Um, I thought I, you did the... I found mine on Brewtoad, um, and I used a California ale yeast. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn you did Stubby's kit. Mm-mm. Okay. I've done a lot of his kits. Actually, almost every single one of my beers have been his kits, but except for that one. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think the California ale yeast kind of jacked it up. So. Well, that's supposed to be kind of like a hybrid ale yeast. Yeah. It wasn't very good. I think that's what was the, the, hmm. the, the thing. That was Interesting. Wrong with it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once I get a, a backlog of, of wort, <laughs> then I have to ferment. Or I have not. Sorry. Once I get a backlog of beer, <laughs> then I'll have room in the fermentation chamber for a lager. 
I got to get a bunch of beers lined up so that I don't run out of beer for like three months. And then yeah. I'll brew a lager so it can lager. I really need a brew soon, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I never did get around to bottling that blonde. <laughs> Still? Still. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Justin said earlier, it's just a pain. And I've got three gallons of a Trappist single sitting in a carboy that has been there for months because I'm just too lazy to bottle. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It takes up so much time. Yeah. Go buy a two-and-a-half-gallon carboy. Yeah, I don't have any way to cool it, though, because my kegerator fits two, well, not three. Mm. You can at least get it in there and start carving yeah. it. I mean, I guess during the winter, I could just put it in the garage and then yeah. have a party tap on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it didn't work like that in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the yeah. uh, topic overview. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I believe... Now it is time for America's favorite game show. Um, Bruce Styles uh, trivia. Untitled trivia. Game. History in a hat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was at Edelweiss, by the way. So it fits this episode. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely did not try to do that burp on purpose. Um, all right, so the way this works is uh, I'm going to ask you guys some questions, and you're going to buzz in by saying beer. I think we should say prost. You want to say prost? Yeah. All yeah. right, you got to say prost if you want to answer the question. First person to say prost will answer first. Uh, and when you get it wrong, you drink beer. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> what oh, is the sweet. German word for beer? I should Bia. 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 Oh. B-I-E-R. Bia. Well, that's beer. easy enough. Yeah. Beer. Yep. Bia. Very simple. <laughs> I've been speaking German all my life. I didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we ready to play? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one. How many people typically attend Oktoberfest every year? Oh, my gosh. A, 25,000. B, 10 million. C, 6 million. D, 525,600 minutes. Oh, I mean, million. Yeah, Justin. C. Uh, that is correct. Whoa. C. Do I still get to drink? Sure. <laughs> awesome. What was option C? C was six million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. I was kind of guessing that. Yeah. What, the other one was like ten million. Yeah. That's eh, maybe. Maybe this year. It's pretty popular. <laughs> or, yeah. or, hold it's on. Getting I more and more popular. Are they adding together all the Oktoberfests or just the Oktoberfest in Germany? I don't know. Because I bet if they added all of them together, they get closer to the ten million number. Uh, maybe so. You didn't do very good research. I'm, did I'm you? pretty sure that this is just in Germany. Well, you know, it's fine. Yeah, because I know the Addison one is pretty big. I oh, doubt yeah. it's in the millions, though. No, no, no. But I'm saying if you add them all together, I'm sure there's all they're all over the world. Oh, yeah, true. Not just the one in Munich or uh, <coughs> München. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> all right. For perspective, a 747 jumbo jet typically carries 450 people. A large Oktoberfest tent can hold as many people as A, 15 to 21 747s, B, 2 to 3 747s, C, 50 to 60 747s, or D, nobody really knows. Prost. Yes, Chris. I'm going to go with B. Uh, that is incorrect. <sighs> Darn, I have to drink beer. Prost. Travis. I'm going to go with A. That is correct. Yes. A. What was A again? I have a short-term memory issue. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, 15 to 21 747s. And how many 747 Are people are in a 747? 450-ish. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, let's do, some, a, let's do some maths. Enormous trend. Um, 450. Well, I mean, we have a pilot right here, so. <laughs> you said 450? Uh, yes. Ish. 
450 from 15. Mm-hmm. That is 6,750, and that's on the low end. Wow. Then that's 110. We'll find out how many more they really have in a minute. Okay. Jeez. I how think, many tents? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really want to go. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next question. How many liters of beer were served at... Or Wow. Let me back up. How many liters of beer were served last year at Oktoberfest? <clears throat> A, 100,000. One million. No. B, 7 million. <laughs> C, 525,600 minutes. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. That's not right. God. Leaders. <laughs> Leaders, leaders. I watched that movie last night. That's just funny. <laughs> uh, and answered choice D, two million. Prost. Chris. I'm going to go with D. That is incorrect. Oh. Drink up, my friend. Can I say B next? Uh, if you buzz Prost. in. Yes. B. Yes. Okay. That's right. I'm still going to drink though. Seven million liters of beer were served last year. Dang. Good Lord. Seven million of these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To how many people? To six million people. <laughs> let's, let's do the maths on that one. Wow. <laughs> oh, a little means... bit, a little bit over one per person. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's lame. I figured I it'd be more than that. All right. When was the first Oktoberfest? A. 1919. <laughs> B. 1810. C. 1865. D. 1969. E. The year 2000. <laughs> Oh, I didn't make that a drop. Uh, Prost. <laughs> Travis. The year 1810. That is correct. 1810. I hope y'all are keeping track of score because I completely forgot to. Uh, whatever. I've got to. We all drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, out of beer. Oh, that's oh, wow. I know. There's some Gentleman Jack here on the table. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a true or false. Oktoberfest is visible from space. True or false? <laughs> Please let that be true. Prost. Prost. Are y'all saying true? Yes. Yes, yes it is true. Oh my God. <laughs> Oktoberfest is view- viewable from space. What is that? All right. That was a happy sound. Because you get it right. Next question How many people work at Oktoberfest every year? A, 12 to 13,000. B, 5 to 6,000. C, too many to really care. D, 35,000. Prost. Travis. B. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Prost. <laughs> Justin. D. That is also incorrect. Prost. Yes. Too many to really care. That's also incorrect. <laughs> so that means the, the correct answer is A. So you get 13, a point. 000, so I will get a point, and I'll take a drink, too. <laughs> I'm imagining my drink. It's right. so delicious. Here, pour, pour some out of my glass. <laughs> All right. I'd rather not seem feel like I'm made out with you. No pour. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Now that's the end of the question phase. These are these are the did you know that of Oktoberfest. If we didn't know, do we have to take a drink? Sure. Okay. Which you could just lie and drink. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you know that? About 500 to 600 passports are routinely lost, with some brought to lost and found at the festival. <laughs> Next one. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised <laughs> I'm not at all. <laughs> either. Among the most surprising items lost and found at Oktoberfest in recent years, ticket the, those items include tickets to uh, area soccer matches and concerts, Segway electric touring vehicles, and wedding rings. Ooh. Yeah. Oops. All right, next one. 
Beer beer prices differ in the various tents at Oktoberfest, but a traditional Stein, which is slightly less than 34 ounces, will cost you about $13. It's expansive. Yeah. So seven, Actually, that's about what it costs us at uh, in Addison. Oh. Because yeah. one of these was $7 or seven tickets, and the tickets were a dollar each. So double it. For a yeah. liter, yeah. So for it's a little more expensive, fourteen tickets for a liter. Because oh. they told me they'd fill it, but it would take twice as many tickets. <laughs> mm. I was mm. like, eh, I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, next one. Nobody raises their mug until the mayor says so. <clears throat> Since 1950, the festival has only started after the he official was gun salute and the drop. mayor shouting. I no, can't. I can't change it because then the music stops. You oh. can stop the music. I don't really oh. care. What is it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what the mayor yells. And then you may raise your mug, <laughs> which translates to "It's tapped." And offering the first mug to the minister president of the state of Bavaria. Only after that can the festival start. Hmm. All right. Next one. Paris Hilton is permanently banned from Oktoberfest. Yay. <laughs> She went to the event dressed in a golden and shiny Bavarian drindle to promote a brand of canned wine. Locals got the organizers to ban her because they were offended by how she was dressed. Wow. Canned wine. Canned wine. Slap a dead can. Yeah, is that better or worse than boxed wine? Uh, hey, I, I, you don't want to talk bad about cardboard, though. I like boxed wine, too. <laughs> All right, next one. May give you the schlitz, but hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we do need one. All right. The next one. It's a surprisingly kid-friendly zone. The schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The idea of bringing children to a massive beer festival might seem pretty far out. Far Seem out. impossible. But the truth is that there are hundreds of children that attend the festival every year. They have a Ferris wheel, roller coasters, games, and traditional Bavarian parades. Next fact. There's an on-site Red Cross tent, and it's usually full. In 2013, at least 7,551 people needed medical attention, and police were called 2,031 times. I think people get drunk. I think so, too. And probably uh, dehydrated, and I don't know. It, I don't think it's very hot there during Oktoberfest because we look. I remember we looked up the temperature when we were Addison, and it was like in the high fifties or something. Mm, that sounds pleasant. Yeah, yeah. Probably just people falling. Well, yeah. you know, if they want to, if yeah. they want to hydrate people, then give them an Oktoberfest, and then give them like a Coors Light or something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, Sawyer? Yes, that is exactly right. All right, next one. The beer is specially brewed for Oktoberfest, and it's extra strong. Uh, one mug of beer here is equivalent to eight shots of schnapps. They're specifically brewed for the festival, and they have at least 6% alcohol. Mm. Yeah, Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Next one. As a result, it could be dangerous for some. Around six to 800 people suffer from alcohol poisoning every year. <laughs> and this has been trivia, and did you know that? Thanks for that, Sawyer. You're very welcome. Well, uh, are we ready to drink some beer? Absolutely. Yes. Never. I think we'll what? start with your Sawyer. Because <laughs> you have the commercial example. I do. So let's start with that one. But okay. we'll take our break first, and we will be right back. Cool. 
Well, I'm glad you asked because this this next one is phenomenal. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Trump. Mm. Um, this this next one is my all time favorite ever. This is the Coors Light. No, oh. actually, I think Coors Light would fall to number two behind this one <laughs> if it could. But well, yeah. Anyways, it's num- It's my number one this time of year. This is the Hacker Shore. Martson. It is a glass bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what's that label look like? Well, uh, it is uh, baby blue and white checkers that are like diag- <laughs> or no, they're diamonds. Excuse me, that are diagonal. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It's right, nothing cool. fancy. Anything um, interesting written on the label? Sure. Uh, let's see. I saw it yesterday when I was. Feeling pretty good. Uh, <laughs> hang on. I know I did. Now you can't find it. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Brewed according to the German law of purity of 1516. Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. So, uh, and it's also a 5.8% ABV. Hmm. All right. So, there you go. Hacker short. Cool. And this was one that we have featured before, correct? Yeah, this yep. is the okay. one where you got the drop saying, oh, my. <laughs> Oh, that's right. The first time you had it, you <laughs> yeah. almost, you know, pooed yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliantly clear. Poo-poo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amber. But certainly worth a revisit. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And also the beer that uh, Sawyer drank for Power Hour. Yes. Check out that episode. That was a good time. That was funny. <laughs> 5.8 for Power Hour. That's got to be great. <laughs> Especially with my tolerance. I think we were yeah, all feeling exactly. pretty good at the end of that one, but. Anyway, so uh, I'm drunk. Let me get a standing head. <laughs> standing on your head, headstand. Very much toasty, uh, crackery, bready crust kind of aroma. Do you get malt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, in the taste, I get malt. Oh, we have a taste. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has a, a big malty aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite as like rich as the Munich Dunkel. So remember that one, right. the, the liquid bread, and that was just very, very rich. Yeah. This one, uh, much lighter, I would say, uh, more approachable. Not as sweet smelling. No, definitely not. As the Munich Dunkel. Right. Um, it's more mild. You can't really smell dryness, I guess. <laughs> but um, you can tell if it's going to be sweet or not, I think, mm-hmm. from the aroma. But a very clean lager presentation clean yogurt at least yep no hops really no yeah i'm not really getting any hops did, did it say anything about ibu levels on the um on the label at 85 ipus this What's is an ipu i did say ipu i'm sorry i said ibu there we go <laughs> international pittering unit <laughs> <laughs> That is a, a big no. Okay. Because Untapped says N-A. Yeah, it's not <laughs> the IBU. There's nothing on so the So there are no hops in this. No. At all. It's at a zero. So then it's not brewed within the Reinheitsgebot. Probably not. Uh, well, let's pull up the range on uh, on the guidelines. For the IBUs? Yeah. See where, it, the guidelines. where guidelines. it typically can fall. More like guidelines. It says 18 to 24. 
So that's it's, pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we go through the rest of the vital statistics. Um, OG. 1054 to 1060. So it's not really high, but it's moderately high OG, I would say. Uh, IBUs 1824. FG 1010 to 1014, so moderately dry. Mm -hmm. Not all the way down to one, but nice 1010 range. SRM 8 to 17, so not super dark. 8 all the way to 17? Yeah. That's a pretty big range. Yeah, it is a pretty big range. Um, and then ABV is 5.8 to 6.3. So you said this one's 5.8? Yep. So it's on the low side. Ooh. Now, we did talk about during the history that they would brew specific beers for Oktoberfest, and they would be more alcoholic. Right. 6% or more. So that's the high the high part of the range there. Mm-hmm. What is the typical range for October for Marsons? Around, you know, high fives, low sixes. Yeah. So, but if they're if they're pushing that on the high side for actual Oktoberfest, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason they came up with Fest beer, because <laughs> that's lower. Yeah, right, right. Because if you're at the festival, you want to be able to go as long as you can. Yeah, you want to be able to continue drinking without falling over. Actually, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to call myself a liar because mm-hmm. according to the BJCP, the Fest beer range for ABV is. Five point eight to six point three. Ooh, <laughs> BJCP. I maybe it's just because it's a lighter beer in general. It's not as filling. Yeah. So w- looking like at Fest lad. beer, the yeah. style comparison it says less intense and less richly toasted than a Martzen. So maybe by more poundable, they're not talking about a lower alcohol session type beer, but just the flavor profile is lighter. Yeah, probably so. So anyway, all right. Well, let's taste it. Oh, I'm way way ahead of you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm almost done. I've already drank half. Well, actually, you know what? That does kind of remind me of, like we talked about before, a drier, less sweet version of a Munich Dunkel. Yeah, which is why I like this so much because I like the the malty sweetness, but it's not like super heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm it's sorry. Fanta- this is fantastic. Super heavy. Yeah. Good. Uh, Good grainy malt flavor. Um, I definitely get like the the crackery, biscuity notes that you get from um, the base grain. They probably used um, Pilsner malt mm-hmm. as the base, mm-hmm. and uh, that comes through in the flavor. But uh, very crisp finish, uh, not not too heavy, and uh, light bit of sweetness. Yeah, I'm definitely bit. getting the um, bread crust part not yeah. not necessarily the bread but obviously that it's lightly toasted um like you just took the crust off of your bread and just ate that that's kind of what it tastes like yeah, it leaves kind of a malty aftertaste too mm-hmm. as it goes down it just kind of sits there on your tongue for yeah, a little kinda bit right the back side of the tongue yeah kind of where it sits in the esophagus area not quite that far down okay uh, not not deep in the throat <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was a little delayed, but <laughs> when you have eight pages of drops, it takes you a while to find. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, most of them are probably me. <laughs> Pretty sure you have like four pages. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> now that was a pretty good reaction time on there that. There you one. go. Yeah, he's getting gooder. This is fantastic. Yeah, I love this style of beer. I think I could play Power Hour with this. I th- yeah, I think yeah. I could. Yeah, it was awesome. 
I had to burp though, and then we got painful when I had to burp. What did I had a? It's fest not beer. really. It's not really as filling as you know. You'd think a beer that's more on the amber side like this, mm-hmm. that kind of percentage. You'd think it'd be a little bit more filling, but it's right. it's not. It's very it's very soft. It's very mm-hmm. very easy to drink mm-hmm. and doesn't sit heavy in your stomach. Right. Exactly. Not anything like a Bach or the Munich Dunkel or yeah yeah uh, Dunkless Bach. All those are kind of heavy. My mm-hmm. palatability rating. <laughs> palatability a ten. I will have to agree. Palatability a ten. <laughs> I'm gonna put it at a nine. Uh, yeah, I think just to leave uh, ten for a fest beer. <laughs> yeah, if I had those two as a comparison, then the fest beer would be a palatability of ten, and this one is, you know, because of the nine point five. The little bit of toastiness makes it. Uh, Makes, makes it a little is less accountable. <laughs> oh, that was you. Good job, Sawyer. <laughs> That's Eddie's chair, though. <laughs> anyway. Need some WD-40. So, Justin, if you had to pound this... Scale of you, 1 to yeah, 10. 1 being incredibly difficult to pound, like milk. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> or... Ten, it's water. Yeah, like course light. Curves light. Yeah. Curves light. I'd have to say if we're comparing to curves light and uh pounding ability, I'd have to I'd have to go with probably an eight on this one because I have a feeling that after a couple of beers it's gonna start sitting pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you Yeah. So like we were talking about, the whole reason they came up with the fest beer was because it was more poundable. Right. So yeah. That's kind of where Travis is going with leaving the 10 for the Fest beer, I guess. I, I could drink 7 million liters of this. <laughs> I'm sure you could. You'd be one of those 400 people with alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> In the Red Cross tent. The Red Cross tent, yeah. <laughs> Do you think any of us would make it out of Oktoberfest without alcohol poisoning? Probably not. Because <laughs> Travis... depends on how far I'd have to stumble to get to my hotel. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, we would. I think I'd just carry a sleeping bag with me. <laughs> just pass out under a tree. Yeah, because they don't close until about 11, in between 11 and 12, 30. And then it opens at 9 or 10 the next day. Jeez. So you can just wake back up, have a beer for breakfast. Hair of the dog. Best way. Hair of the stein. Yeah, so how many people do you think are like slumped over asleep on the table after everyone's left and they got to go around and start like poking the drunks to get them out? I don't know. I want to go. I really want to go. Actually, I'm surprised that they close. I am too, actually. (laughs) You would think it'd be like Vegas, but for beer. Well, I mean, even around here, bars don't close till 2 a.m. Well, true. But anyway. I'm sure the alcohol laws are a little different. Well, this is a great one to revisit to uh, start us off. Um, What's next? All right, guys. So our uh, next little drink that we have today is the uh, Abita Brewing Oktoberfest. So this one's a little bit lighter than the last beer that we had, which is sitting at 5.4%. Um, Interesting. Outside the guidelines. Yeah. So we're saying the guidelines were 58 to mm-hmm. 6.3. So, I mean, what can you expect from Louisiana, though? <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Shots fired. 
This is not Oklahoma. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm honestly not sure which is worst. I mean, you wear red <laughs> or purple. I mean. Purple. <laughs> or are we talking like college football now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really Man. do sports, but. <laughs> whenever, whenever I was flying, sports. it was every, every flight to Louisiana, you were guaranteed to see people wearing purple. Every flight because of LSU being there. Wow. So then, if you're going to Oklahoma, it was always OU. So. I don't remember my flights to New Orleans and back. <laughs> Usually, people don't. Oh, okay, just making sure. <laughs> that's the only places. That's the only places that I come out of that uh, at six a.m. morning flight, and other than Vegas, but everybody was still smashed. Uh, that, that was me. <laughs> that was me. I stumbled onto the plane. I know. I think you texted me. <laughs> oh, did I? I don't remember that. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so sorry, sorry, uh, off on a tangent. So uh, it says on the label Oktoberfest, celebrate the world's most famous beer festival with this hearty and smooth German style lager brewed with pale Munich and caramel malts. This full bodied malty lager has a copper color and is hopped and dry hopped with authentic German Hallertau hops for a pleasing spicy hop aroma. Interesting. So they they point out the hops on the label. I wonder if we're going to pick it up. I don't know, but I can definitely tell you what's on the bottle. All right, what is there? All right. So it looks like it's a party at Oktoberfest with this girl <laughs> and this guy drinking a liter of beer there. They like to party. I. It looks like they do. They're having. I think a good she time. really likes to party. They're uh, yeah. She's got this big old smile going on. Um, Oh, those are some big old cherries. <laughs> <laughs> She's got huge tracks of land. And it's, uh, to follow October, it's uh, orange and, and then a light blue, which is not right. But, yeah. Actually, you know what? If you look at the, the flag banners in the background, it's the same blue and white diamond checker that's on the Hacker Shore label. Oh, how cool. <laughs> that's got to be like the official... Not quite the same Colors. color. You know, I think it is, though, Travis, because when I was looking at like the other stuff from um, Germany, it had the same similar color scheme and diamonds. Uh, uh, the Hofbrau, mm-hmm. it had the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. And I think uh, the Polliner does, too. Yeah. You know, they also spelled October with a C instead of a K. Yeah, well, I noticed that. Marka. That's not, that's not very original. Marka. Or whatever. Which is why it's a Martin yeah. style, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, does it say Martin style on it? Well, it does not. I mean, isn't it? It's just so. not brewed in Germany. It's yeah. Martin style. Because they well, no, it's not an Appal- Martin's not an Appalachian. But oh. Oktoberfest is. To call a beer an Oktoberfest beer, it has to be brewed in, um, oh, so then all like in Munich for the festival. For, so then all the other examples we have are incorrect. Well, no. Yes. No. <laughs> because I know the other ones are spelled with a K. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're saying that because of the spelling, it it makes it original? No. That's why they changed the the name of the guidelines from Oktoberfest to Martzen and Festbier. Right. Because of that, the protected appellation. But apparently they don't really care what they do in the U.S. Because a lot of them are spelled with a K. I injure. Or maybe it's a respectful nod. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, the color. The colors. Looks pretty similar, yeah, to the uh, Hacker uh, Shore. Maybe slightly lighter. lighter. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd it's a bit that. lighter, like a orange with a, a nice 
Let me uh, do a headstand, headstand. real quick. I've never yeah. had this one. Before. I don't think I have either. No, I've never had this one either. It smells uh, very effervescent. You I can get, smell effervescent. Well, I mean, it has like a tingling to the nose feel when you smell it. <laughs> and that's what I get usually when something's extremely carbonated. I'm picking up a little more hop presence of the aroma on this one compared to the Hacker Shore. I would agree. It smells a little bit sweeter. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. You know what I hate? <laughs> I just searched for it on Untapped, and there's four different ones. Oktoberfest, which has the <laughs> label, and it's called a Euro Lager. Then it says Oktoberfest 2015. It's called a Martzen. has the label. Then Oktoberfest 2016, called a Martzen, does not have the label. Then Oktoberfest 2014, called a Martzen, has the label out of production. Why can't you not just put one thing in there? Yeah, the year vintage has kind of pissed me off on ones that don't need to be yeah, vintage. Yeah, this, this well, is not a vintage thing. It's the Sierra Nevada, they do the same thing. They do a little bit different style Oktoberfest every year, so the 2014, 15, and 16 all taste different. Okay. I had the 16 uh, a couple of weeks ago when it tasted very – it had a little bit of a difference than the 2015 did. Well, it's also aged. That will make a difference on its own. Well, no, it's that they, you know, they brewed it in 2015, but they brewed it slightly different. They brewed it in 2016 and brewed it slightly different. Weird thing is that Sierra Nevada one that I had, it was brewed and bottled in June. Yeah. Rather than. So it has time to lager age. Yeah. You know, whatever. Doesn't it only need a month to lager, though? Oh, you said and age. My and bad. age. My bad. Well, I mean, and, and also, if you're going to do that, put the year on the label or something. Because, for instance, this bottle says Best Buy 12 27 16. Right. Does that mean it was brewed in 15? Because this style should get better with age. Or does that mean that they brewed it in 16 and they want you to drink it quickly? I don't. I mean, it could be either one. I don't know. All I know right now is that you guys need to drink this. I'm going to check Are it in the 15. Are we not at the tasting part yet? Are we just sniffing? So just hate untapped. Thanks, Unfufu. Yeah. Um, this this has I I get more hops in this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do too. And it's it's not like it's not very it's not as malt forward as the Hacker Shore, <laughs> but I still like it though mm-hmm. because it's on the back end, and that's where I really want it to be, anyways. You back end sweetness? Yeah, I like the back end sweetness. <laughs> Actually, I that's a drop bottom. <laughs> bottom. I get a weird tinge. And I don't know if it was just because we did this recently, but I my brain went towards Clamato. Oh no! Please oh, don't terrible. say that. Oh, I got to disagree with you there. I yeah. got something vegetable. Yeah, completely. I got something vegetable on the finish. I can still taste it in my mouth. Are you getting any nuts? No. In your mouth? No. Okay. But I get something vegetal at the end. Crackers? No. The the taste really it stays a lot longer than the hacker shore did. Yeah, it doesn't go away as doesn't go away as quickly. I think that's the tinge that you're that he's mentioning. Yeah, it's uh, it's still know. there. I mean, I haven't taken a sip. Lingering in, bitterness in a little while. Very very long yeah. lasting. But it's it, it's not bitterness that I'm yeah. getting. It's something vegetable. <laughs> I, I'm not getting veg, vegetal, um, but I'm I'm and I'm, it's not bitterness either. I'm not sure what it is. Let me uh, drink it again. It's like grassy. 
uh, grassy hops. Yeah, that's what I'd have to say. It's very hoppy that just sits there, kind of draws out your tongue a little bit. See, my second sip, I didn't get the vegetable. I think it is the hops because this tastes a lot like Sierra Nevada. Like, it, like, it tastes like a pale ale. Like on the, uh, on the back end. I wouldn't go that far. No, I'm talking about with the hops. You know, that's what it reminds me well, of. still like a pale ale is hoppier than this. What? No. <laughs> you said like a pale ale. <laughs> let me, let me, let me rephrase this. Okay. okay. Remind- <laughs> Maybe a little. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I'm saying that it reminds me of the Sierra Nevada pale ales because the same tinge that the, the aftertaste is, it seems the same to me. As mm-hmm. what we have here, given the hops, I do. You know what? Now that I have had it again, I'm I'm thinking bitterness instead of anything else mm. on, on the back end. Honestly, I think I like this better than the Sierra Nevada that I had. Um, it just it has a better flavor. The Sierra Nevada was just extra bitter mm-hmm. this time. At least this year it was. Yeah, American Martin. My <laughs> palatability rating. <laughs> God. I'm gonna have to go at a five for this one. I was gonna go to six, so yeah, okay. I'm pretty close. To I'm gonna say you. four. Ooh. Yeah, I got to say five. This one's not very at the best. This I don't one just really like this one. Yeah. yeah, it's not what I would think of when I would think Oktoberfest. No. Now I know why they spelled it with a C. Yeah, it's missing the the <laughs> smoothness of mm-hmm. a clean lager. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, did they actually brew this as a lager? Yeah, it says lager on it. It tastes like an ale. Oh, in it that just, case. It just tastes like an ale to me. Yeah, it does. It doesn't really doesn't really go with the Oktoberfest, the Marzen, little flavor. This beer sucks. Well, I wouldn't say it sucks, but right after the Hacker Shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not quite there. Sorry. I, I really just wanted to give Travis another drop. <laughs> Are you drunk already? I'm feeling kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes are <laughs> <good>. <laughs> All right. No uh, no need to sit on this one any longer. Yeah, let's yeah. move on. What's next? Hey, uh, Chris, what's next? I forgot that you asked what was next, but what's next? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Sawyer. Thank you. <laughs> this one's from Goose Island, um, which I've had a lot of Goose Island stuff. It's kind of hit or miss. The IPA is pretty good, mm-hmm. but I love their Oktoberfest, so that's why I brought this one. Um I'm not going to say what it says on the label until after we drink it because I want to see if anybody picks it up. And I hope nobody looked at the label. I did not. So, Travis, hand me that beer did so I can not. keep you from looking at the label. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's got the checkers. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It's across the top. <laughs> no, that's a stripe, Sawyer. Oh, that says goose. My bad. I thought those were checkers. That's a stripe. Red stripe. It does have a blue Hooray, stripe on it. And they do spell it with a K. Yay! Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this one is 6.4%, so much higher than the other ones we've had. And it says 17 IBUs, so it does actually have an IBU rating on it. That's the first one we've had so far that mm-hmm. has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to read what it says until we're done, but it does indicate you need to serve it in a stein. I've got one right here. Check. Perfect. So what's on the label here, Sawyer? All right. Uh, well, it's kind of far away, so I can't tell what the picture is, but it says Goose Oktoberfest you can't in, in see the blue picture. and brown. Well, no, not really. It's got Chris's hat. Okay, so I'll, let me. I, like I said, I don't want you to read the label yet. It has a picture of a stein, 
uh, and a ribbon that says traditional Martson and a green hat with a feather in it. The green German fedora that's, uh, you know, pretty standard Oktoberfest. Would you like a quick fun fact that'll take two seconds? Sure, let me put on my hat. All right, yeah, because you're going to need it because it's about your hat. All right, so the hairier the hat, Mm. goat hair, the wealthier you are in Germany. That's how you signify your wealth. Well, I'm sure I have a... Well, you have a feather, so... (laughs) You're slightly wealthy. Uh, Okay, sure. So a lot of people will put uh, fake... Uh, goat hair on there mm-hmm. to make them look like super rich, even though they're uh, not. Well, I'm not. I do have a few pins on it though, in a in a big button that says "Oh, zapped." It is. Anyway, all right. So this beer, the keg is. This tapped. one is much darker than the other two. Yes, yes, it is. I, I don't know what y'all are looking at. Mine's yellow, like yeah, a wrong, dark wrong orange. Cup, Sawyer. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I was noticing too while you were talking sample, and it's just it's it is much darker. So dark. kind of to me as a layman, it seems that the darker the higher alcohol content. So I'm not really surprised by the six point four. So far it. for our sampling today, that's, um, that seems to be true. It's also brilliantly clear. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, like I can see the trees outside through it. Aroma, I still get a lot of toasted notes. Yes. Brady notes. The hop presence uh, in the last one is not in this one. Right. Not at all. Yep. No. Which 17 IBUs is pretty low. Yeah. It's just all... This one's uh, a little yeah, more low. rich than the Hacker Shore. Yeah. More of a... Just more, more of a presence and, and mm-hmm. yeah. body and the aroma. Ooh. Flavor's a little sweeter. Yeah. Um, Not a whole lot, though. There's something weird at the beginning, though. I'm getting some sweetness. Definitely. <laughs> Back-end sweetness? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's overly sweet, but it's a little sweeter than, than the other two examples. Oh, yeah. uh, I wouldn't... Uh, wait a minute. What have like we had so far? Candy. Oh, yeah. Compared to the other two, this is much, much sweeter. Actually, I disagree. I think the Hacker Shore is more sweet than this. Mm. I think the Hacker Shore is a little drier. The The aftertaste doesn't stick around nearly as mm. long. Yeah. Um, it almost goes away immediately compared to the yeah. Hacker Shore and the yeah. Beta. Not lingering at all. No. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody pick up any anything else? Hmm... Okay, now I'm gonna like start looking for things. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm not gonna read the label until. Guessing it has to do with the label. Give me a minute. So it's brewed with something that uh, I'm assuming it's brewed with something that isn't typically in an Oktoberfest. Correct. So they tossed an extra ingredient. I'm gonna guess it's a type of spice, like I'm gonna say allspice or red hots. <laughs> wrong and wrong. Dang it. Potpourri. <laughs> what age? Yes, let's put some potpourri in in our beer. <laughs> Grey Poupon? No. Beechwood? Not wood f- age, not beechwood. I feel like I, I taste banana. Hmm. You're getting a little closer. It's a fruit? Perhaps. Uh, Cherries? No. <laughs> Strawberries? No. Black limes? <laughs> No. Pineapple. Because black Tomato, limes matter. No. Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi? 
He sounded a lot like Kirk just then. <laughs> right. Here, let me read it. Prized Hallertau hops provide earthy bitterness to a multi body with pleasant hints of dried apricot and toffee. Oh, toffee. Is that like coffee? We've had this discussion no, before. No, it's not. You said serious. coffee. I said toffee. Coffee. Toffee. Coffee. Toffee. Coffee. 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 <laughs> Dried apricot and toffee. Interesting. So taste it again and think apricot and toffee. What do you think? Now, does it say it's brewed with that or that you will get those hints from the hops? It doesn't say because on the I read the back. When okay. I was talking about the hops, the very bottom of the front label says pleasant hints of dried apricot and toffee aroma. You know, I still don't get the apricot. I just ate freaking dried apricots the other day. Yeah. And I don't get apricot. So I don't know. It doesn't specifically say brewed with dried apricot. No. But here's, here's apricot's what, not a thing you see in a Martin. So. No, not typically. You would think that if they're going to put it on the label, it's going to be part of their brew i think we should do this the next time we get a beer like this we need to just call them like live on the air and be like okay what's going on why are you being so weird <laughs> you know when you call them up well i mean we yeah, want to get, get the, the answers let's get the 1-800 number welcome for to bruce Styles. island more questions than answers <laughs> welcome to bruce Styles. <laughs> anyway so there's there's it hmm. goose island with dried apricot. I like this one. I do too. I've Yeah, this is a I've, good one. I've purchased this one several different times. Um most notably, I don't know why I remember this, but I do. I went to a restaurant uh here in town here in the Highlands. Edelweiss? No. Uh Boomer Jacks. Oh. And they had this on tap. Because I was looking at their tap list, and the second I saw it, I'm like, I'm going to have that one. I don't know why, but I did, and I remember that. But I, I've always, like I said, I've always liked this Goose Island Oktoberfest. Their IPA is kind of, eh, it's good enough. Uh, I had that one in the airport in uh, New York when we were coming back from our trip, because it was the only IPA they had. I like to fly. <laughs> um, but no, no, the Oktoberfest, I like it a lot. I actually never read the label until today. I didn't know that it had dried apricot in it. Hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Apricot. Don't believe it. Apricot or apricot? My palatability rating. Tomato, tomato, <laughs> tomato. I'm going to go with an eight on this one. I was thinking that number two. I'm going to say eight. I'm going to say seven. Ooh. Why? It's just a little heavy <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's a little. A little heavy, a little darker than the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's less poundable than the Hacker Shore, and I think I gave the Hacker Shore uh, eight, so I'd have to go seven. Okay. All right. Cool. Next week. Yeah. Um, what's next? All right. So our next one today, uh, we got the Victory Fest Beer Oktoberfest, spelt with a K. All right. Amber Lager. So we uh, we shall see what this is. Uh, apparently, I wasn't here when it was done, but they've done this one before, and uh, figured out that this is not an October. This is not a Marzen. What? Well, no. Or, oh, well, no, we we drank it on our fest. Beer oh, it's not episode. a fest beer, they but it's call a Marzen. It a fest beer, but it's a Marzen. Yeah. Okay. 
So maybe that had to do with the appellation of not calling it an Oktoberfest. And they right. called it a fest beer, but it was a Martzen. Yeah. All right. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Victory brewed out in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, on on the label, it says friendship and camaraderie. Com- camaraderie. camaraderie. There we go. There we go. You're welcome. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. You know, get the... Uh, Get the stupidity going right now, but hey. We're a few beers in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the two keys to any festive event, and then there's the beer. It should be full-bodied, yet infinitely smooth, seductively malty, with a kiss of hops for balance. Hmm. Interesting. This is our fest beer, painstakingly crafted from German malts, decoction brewed for full fit flavor and carefully aged for the depth of character i thought you were gonna say failure <laughs> Full failure. Well, hey, it may be that we haven't determined it yet gather with your friends for a festive taste of victory and apparently uh a guy with two first names signed it bill ron <laughs> bill ron bill ron is that like right. enron ron burgundy um, and so this one's six, sitting at 5.6%. All right. Uh, they made it really small writing for the ABV. This is straight up a uh, Martin. Yeah, so if you think back. Think back. <laughs> to our Festa beer episode. <laughs> um those were like we talked about before lighter versions of the Oktoberfest and we picked this up because it said fest beer on the label mm-hmm. and we quickly realized it was not uh, oh what is as that soon as aftertaste we... you're jumping ahead dude oh sorry dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so dude. we're uh you know as soon as we poured it we realized it was much darker than than the other fest beers so um <laughs> i wouldn't say it's darker than anything else we've had because i think the goose islands was was a darker than this but it's, it's on a, par with what we've had yeah, yeah so this is about where the hacker shore was very clear and when yeah. i stand on my head it looks even clearer so <laughs> do a nice headstand i do get a lot of the bready toasty you know bread crust i get some biscuity notes too yeah and the aroma is definitely there yeah yeah i'm getting like more of a caramel note from yeah. the aroma on this mm. mm-hmm. yeah that's um, not appropriate which, uh, <laughs> well, thank you, would come from the triple decoction. So maybe they should only have double decocted. I don't know. Because the more times you you triple your decoction. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, so let's move on to the taste. <laughs> the taste is awesome. Um, yeah. There is something <clears throat> a little strange compared to the others. Yeah. It's it's chocolatier. I, I was it, yeah, yeah the chocolate Chocolate-y. the chocolate yeah. kick on it is just it's very strong. I think it, I feel like it overpowers most of. I was gonna else. say this is a uh, Munich Dunkel. Yeah, no, well, it's not dark enough. Well, just based on flavor. Oh well, sure. This yeah. would be closer to Munich Dunkel. Very, very bready, rich. very biscuity, very rich, very chocolatey. Yeah, yeah absolutely, definitely. Absolutely. Now I'm not getting roasted. <laughs> grain well, like you do on some some other darker things I mean, but if you're getting roasted i don't think you'd be able to function visit our sister podcast <laughs> pot styles <laughs> 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 uh, 
Anyway, <laughs> uh, the color is similar to the Hecker Shore, but the flavor, uh, color and aroma are similar, but the flavor is completely different, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, this is definitely the outlier compared to what we've had, what was established with the Hacker Shore, uh, what we read in the guidelines. Mm-hmm. This is a, a very tasty beer. Oh, it's fantastic. Very flavorful. Uh, if I were judging this in the Martin category, I would have to... Have to dock it a little bit. Yeah. So what would you give it about like a 38, 36? Mm. Well... It's out of 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. If if you have a significant flaw, then it's it's going to be lower than the thirties. Oh, really? I don't know if I'd consider chocolate a significant flaw. Significant flaw would be like infected, or I enter a fest beer and I'm drinking a stout. Okay. Well, here's my <laughs> here's my issue when it comes to stuff like that, is that if I if it just tastes good to me, no matter what it is. I'm going to rate it high. But see, here's the thing. When you're judging based on BJCP, you have to judge for the style. Right. I know. Right. I'm just saying that, that would be my challenge. <laughs> right. If so I were to go through that process. A Marzen uh, via style is it able to have caramel, that really chocolatey flavor like this one no. does. No. Yeah. No, it says uh, toasty, bready, what biscuity, but it it specifically said caramel and no, roasted notes yeah. are inappropriate. Noticeable okay. caramel biscuit or roasted flavors are inappropriate. Right. Clean and this lager one fermentation. Definitely has that caramel flavor. Oh yeah. Caramel and chocolate, which isn't even mentioned. That's yeah. like a, a Tootsie Roll chocolate. Yeah. A very, sweet chocolate. Very sweet. Yeah, that's like you know, I got ahead of myself, but I tasted it and I was yeah. just like that, that, that did not taste right for a Marzen. This one might, might hit 30. I, I would a, probably be high 20s on this one. Okay. All right. That's and fair. Travis is shaking his head. Yeah. So I think I was he thinking agrees. 25. Because yeah. I had to, once I read the guidelines and seeing that those flavors are inappropriate. Yeah. Per the style. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's a great beer. Very right. tasty. I like this a lot. So that's what you, went down at the bottom when you write overall impression, it gives you a bunch of lines to basically write a paragraph of what you think. And I would say something to the effect of, this beer is fantastic. It tastes great. However, these are the flavors that I'm picking out that are not within the guidelines. You never want to suggest they enter it as another style on your judge sheet because that's not the style they're going for. They entered it as this. You give them feedback on how they can make this beer more to style. Mm-hmm. So for this one, I would suggest, you know, less specialty grains. If they're using dark specialty grains, like something roasted or something chocolate, mm-hmm. I would say use a little bit more base grain, some more Munich. Uh, maybe mash a little bit lower to get more fermentable sugar so it doesn't end up as sweet. That's kind of where I'd go with that. Why why are you raising your hand? I have an announcement. (laughs) Um, I like this beer. I have an announcement. (laughs) (laughs) That's a drop. That's kind of funny. Anyway, Travis, would you add anything to that? Um, Might say that uh, you could increase the lagering time just to kind of, if you're looking to smooth out those those flavors that are that are present. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a cleaner lager fermentation, clean character, yogurt, then, at least. 
then one way to do that is just a longer um yeah just a longer lagering period yeah yeah it's a it's a delicious beer it's mm-hmm. not along the style of the marzen no but i dig it good good beer yeah yeah five pound ability rating <laughs> eight uh, i'm kind of around six or seven just because it's so rich and sweet. See, the the problem is, is when I start to get buzzed, my rates go up. Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you right there with me, Travis? Yeah, it's good. So I'd have to say, I'd have to say six. Yeah. yeah. So a little lower than the others, but not not too low. Uh, All right, not bad. Good beer though. Yeah. Well, next we're uh, we're coming home to Texas. Yay! What? Did Did anyone ask? Did uh, I know we're burping? But did anyone ask? Uh, yeah, no. always. I said we're coming home to Texas. Oh, okay, well I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we are back in Texas, specifically uh, Huston, Texas. Huston, Huston. I'm sorry, Houston. Oh, okay, thank you. Yep, yep. Just south of Conroe, there down there, uh, right down there at uh, I-45. Hamasadali. Uh, <laughs> he has problems with H words. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Justin, like, why are you like making me read this? This is not good. Uh, okay, so this is the St. Arnold Oktoberfest. Is it with a K? Uh, yes, it is with a K. Interesting. And it says, full-bodied and malty, brewed for fall, and it has quotation marks around fall. What? So it's kind of fall, but not really fall? I think it's just because it's so dang hot in Houston that uh, they don't know when fall actually starts. That's true. Um, now... There is a little bit of a, a thing here. Um, you know what? I'm not going to be able to read this. There's That's no okay. way. We can move on. Yeah, let's move on. All right. So, appearance. Appearance. That's about on par with the others. It's not a, it's not as clear. No, really? It's a, little, it's a little hazy. It looks a little bit more hazy. Mine's, yeah. mine's pretty clear. It, was this bottle condition, I wonder? Well, we have a bottle and a can, so. Oh, yeah. Mine's a can. You know what? I think this is bottle conditioned, guys. Let's uh, let's open up the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is not <laughs> brilliantly clear. Are you okay, Sawyer? I'm feeling great. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. I feel fine <laughs> for now. This is why we did this. It's just so you could get me drunk all the time. I get something strange out of the aroma, but the aroma itself is kind of faint. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that too. That it's it's not nearly as present. I get spices. <laughs> I'm serious. It's not. A, yeah, Travis. It's not as present. Sorry, as Travis. Prevalent. I just I ADD. I I speak out. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer's drunk already. Already, we've. I, I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> not really. Put that on his bragging montage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I've had two quarter pours of that Stein right there. <laughs> Which a quarter pour of that is like a twenty ounce or, or full. Yeah. So don't tell me I have not twelve ounce. Don't say already. Anyway, back to the St. Arnold Oktoberfest. Yeah the mm. the aroma is not as potent. It's yeah doesn't flow up as well as the other ones. Would do. you? Would you, know, you, you just? You don't get it. 
Would you find it in the category of potent potables? <laughs> no. I can't make a poop joke about this one. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's just kind of like a nice, well-rounded aroma. Yeah. Um, definitely not chocolatey or super caramel like no. the last one. No. So I think comparing those back-to-back uh, <clears throat> maybe makes this a little softer than it would have been otherwise. Normally would be, yeah. Yeah, the last one was really strong aroma. Yeah, and really rich flavor. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So this one, the flavor's kind of similar to the aroma. It's it's there, but it's not over the top. I get a fair bit of sweetness with this yeah. one. Like a sugary. Mm. Not nearly sweet. as sweet as the Victory. Have you guys tasted it yet? Yes. Oh. That's Welcome to Bruce Styles. Tasting. I thought you were still talking about <laughs> smelling. Sorry. <laughs> Do y'all get grapefruit? <laughs> Great. <laughs> no. I get a hint of grapefruit. I would entertain that idea. I'm, I'm not going to dismiss you. Okay, thank you. I, I'm being completely serious. I'm going like, to dismiss you. <laughs> I, well, look, you can't tell me I'm wrong, but second of all, I, I'm being absolutely serious about that. I do get a little hint of grapefruit, grapefruit. at the beginning. Okay, at let, the me, let me try it again. very beginning. Yeah. Granted, I also tasted Hefeweizen <laughs> right before this. I just burped and it tastes like skunk. Oh, no, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, I, go home. I disagree. <laughs> I don't get grapefruit. Let me let me try it again. I do get a lot of toasty, bready notes in the flavor. No, still get uh, grapefruit. Something, something sweet. Yeah. See, I would be a lot more inclined to agree with raisin than grapefruit. Isn't raisins a fruit? Yes, but grapefruit is tart. My bad. I'm backing up. This is fruit. <laughs> Raisins. <laughs> That's not what you said. I know, but... Grapefruit is tart. There's nothing even remotely close to being tart about this beer. No, it's I'd, it's raisins. I'd have to say there is a fruit flavor to it. I, like I said, I'd be more inclined to the raisin. Of fruit? Uh, Maybe a prune. It's know. fruity. It does come from Houston. <laughs> 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 Oh! <laughs> That's a long one. There is a, a tad bit of like fruity sweetness. Yeah, there like is a, right there at is. the start. Yeah, in front of your tongue, and then it disappears immediately. But yeah, it is there. You you should taste some of this Hefeweizen and then drink it. <laughs> drink the Oktoberfest and then tell me what you think. Just listening to you talk. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'll be here all night, though. And by that, you mean until like six. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. I don't dislike it, however. It's not within style. Though. No, but I don't dislike it. I do. I do dislike it. I okay. So if we're talking about things that are not within style, I would be a lot more likely to grab the victory than I would this one. Hmm. What about this mm. one? Is not in style. It's just that fruit flavor. Yeah. The that, the, the fruity sweetness. On, uh, honestly, I like this better than the victory. Do you like it better than Hacker Shore? No. <laughs> are you crazy? Just asking because you're drunk. Even drunk Sawyer is not going to say that he doesn't like. No, I like Hacker Shore the best. Clearly. Meh. <laughs> no, not meh. It's awesome. It's awesome blossom. All right, so poundability, Travis. 
I have a major in it. That's the wrong one. <laughs> uh oh. Are you pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant. It was right next to it. Bipalindability rating. <laughs> I'm going to go with a seven. I like this. I'm going to go with five. Ooh. So uh, I'll have to go with an eight because I have pounded this before because <laughs> just a couple of days ago, I drank a six pack in about two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got yeah, close to our power hour. That's pounding. Yeah. <laughs> and it, There's a drop. It, it worked out well for me. <laughs> Giggity. Cool. Um, I'm going to have to say 6.314. Six hmm. point. Did six you mean pie. to say 3.14? No, I meant to say 6.314. <laughs> so six pies. Yeah. Six pies, yes. Okay. Eddie, what do you think? I'm going to pound the crap out of it. All right. Well, there's that. <laughs> Very good. So we start in Houston. Now we're going to go up, uh, what, I-45 just a little bit, yep. halfway, and then we'll, uh, we'll see you when we get there. Wait, what's halfway? Buffalo. So before we talk about the Buffalo Bills... Um, <laughs> Oh, give me um, the home where the bottle roam. Could y'all tell a difference between the bottle and the can on the I, last one? We didn't taste the bottle. Uh, yeah, let's open it up. So the next can. <laughs> oh, you can look for it. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> Both of these are in a can, and uh, it's not a regular can. It's no. a labeled can, and it's can. labeled very poorly, because there's a crease in the label right here that's like, and it's it's coming off. So Play that's, something. That's kind of sounds like can. a little bit of it's a regular can. No, it's not. It's kind of stupid. Anyway, so this is the Oasis Oktoberfest. Um, They're based out of where Austin. Okay, so they're on I thirty five. So not we don't forty five. Yeah, my mistake. I we, thought it was we like came some up forty five a little bit and then did a little left over turn. to thirty five and yeah, we hit yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, and the Bills because anyway. that's where they're from. <sighs> so this is a five point two percent. I you know I you know I you know <laughs> twenty IBU six SRM. Toasted bread in a glass. This lager is the stuff of steins und steins. Brewed using traditional decoction style mashing with German pilsner, Vienna, and Munich malts. Hopped lightly with spicy Hallertau Mittelfrühe. Ozaft is. It says toasty, bready, festive. I have a problem. It so looks, how festive are these beers? It looks pretty light compared to... Everything else. Yeah, mine's yeah. yellow. Yeah, that's the wrong. Oh man, it's yellow. Sorry, that's twice now. You picked up the wrong glass. I have, I have the real glass though. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sawyer, stop drinking. That's the wrong glass. <laughs> Put the Stein, the one liter Stein, down and pick up Stein und Stein. Stein und Stein. This one's a so, yeah, it's a little bit yeah. lighter, like yeah. a just a gentle orange. Gentle, orange. gentle. It uh, doesn't. Have, it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that amber. I mean, it looks. 
I don't know. It's more more along the lines of I couldn't even say. It, yeah, it's, no. It, it's, <laughs> it's also still a little hazy. Um, just a little. Mine's pretty clear. My, I mean, mine's kind of clear, but I can still... see through mine. It's pretty clear. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Are you okay, Sawyer? I'm great. The the bathroom's over there. If you need to go puke, no, <laughs> I'm not Mike on a mic. I mean, not on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. This one has a, a faint aroma, also. Just yeah, I'm picking up light. some some hops in the aroma. Yeah, it's a it's a mm. bit stronger than get, the Saint Arnold, but I get piney hops. There's something a little off about it. I'm not quite sure. It what. kind of smells like a pine cone. Mm. What? No, disagree. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't get pine cone, but there's I, uh, something. <laughs> there's something a little off about it. You I you to, don't. You have to cut that out for later. I <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a new one. Sawyer, just just <laughs> sit there quietly for a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to help Travis play the drops. Are we playing the quiet game now? <laughs> Sawyer is. Yeah, it's got some. Uh, this game it's just sucks. it's it's a light faint aroma. It has some some bits of you know what we've seen in the other beers, the maltiness, but it's also you know very clean. Yeah, it does smell clean. Fabulosa. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor is pretty consistent. Um, hmm. It's not as as bready, toasty, you know, bread crust kind of that the other ones have been. There's <laughs> there's a little tinge to it. It tastes more pilsner to me. Yeah. It it doesn't have it does have it's got more bitterness, which could be from pilsner slight. or from the hops. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah. It really it. Has zero linger, and it it does not to me. It does not taste like an October. It does no, not taste like a Marzen at all. It's, it's pretty bitter. The, what was the other one that was bitter? Was it the the Abita? Yeah, it, it, I think this one's more bitter than the Abita. I would also like to add that the malty sweetness is pretty low too. Yes. <laughs> hmm. I'm just being honest. I yeah. almost said like lemony, fruity. Pledge. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. But I took a uh, took a second sip and it wasn't there. But it was. I mean, that was my first impression. Mm-hmm. So, even though it smells very clean, on the flavor, I'm not getting a very clean fermentation profile. Yeah. Now you're not picking up any diacetyl though. No. Isn't that butter? Yeah. Yeah. So in in lagers, that. you have to do a diacetyl rest. I don't get butter. No. No. But maybe more of a an ale-like fermentation. Yeah. Uh, because it's not like as, as crisp and clean as you would expect from a lager. And right. as we, we saw in the Hacker Shore, it's a, it's a great uh, standard to put this up against. Yeah. That's why it's on the classic examples list. Yeah. Hmm. There's something definitely a little off about it. I think it's the bitterness between between yeah. the the fermentation and the the higher bitterness level doesn't quite fit in the Oktoberfest. Yeah, I agree. Idiom. Yeah, maybe like an amber. It's American a, amber. It's a yeah. pretty wheels off. What? It's it's wheels off, and you know, like not right. No idea where this conversation's going. <laughs> 
Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and go <laughs> to poundability. Oh my gosh, it's pink. No, it's not. Let's go into poundability for this one. <laughs> poundability at ten. Mm, yeah. Six. Seven. Five. Ooh. Yeah, I'll say seven. Eight, six, so, seven, five. I don't no, really, I don't really care eight. for. I don't really care for this one. No, I don't. I don't either. Actually, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, actually, I think I dislike this one more than the Abita. I would agree with that. Yeah, this one's at the bottom of my list. Yeah, it's it's too bitter. Yeah, bottom. which is strange. Bottom, but anyway, bottom, bottom. Oh yeah, bottom. Well, bottom. Uh, shall we move a little bit further north? Bottom, sure. Up thirty-five. Bottom, bottom. So <laughs> bottom. <laughs> are we not saying bottom? Yes, bottom. <laughs> Well, let's a little let's the wow. Let's move a little further north. <laughs> Bottom. Sip. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, I don't even know if I asked. No, I, just, I think Buffalo was the last thing we said. That was the last beer. Yeah, yeah, before the last beer. Yeah. Well, we're heading into the actual Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex now. Hey, See, heading over to uh, what I believe is a new brewery for our podcast. Yeah. Out of Allen, Texas. Let's welcome in Nine Band, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Actually, we went past the DFW area. <laughs> Drove through it, and then we're coming back. Did the U-turn. Yeah, Nine Band, which is a fairly new brewery. I think they've been open maybe a couple years. Do you know why they're called Nine Band? It's uh, something with an armadillo. That's how many stripes are on armadillo's back. Boom. I was going to say because they hire nine bands a week. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good guess. No. <laughs> I'm going to edit anyway, it. I'm going to so edit that to be an even longer, like, quiet period. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is uh, from Nine Band Brewing. I am. Out of uh, Allen, Texas. It's their Ghost Cow Oktoberfest, spell with a K. And the can has plenty of uh, neat things on it. It says, assertive, full-bodied, rich, and multi-classic Bavarian Martzen beer. 12 fluid ounces of pure devilry. 355 milliliters for you real Germans. Sorry, put your hand down. 5.9% alcohol by volume. And it says, on the darkest night, on a desolate back road in south texas the ghost cow comes out to graze and make it stand smack dab in the middle of the road a full-blown apparition on the center stripe our full-bodied assertive ghost cow oktoberfest a classic martzen beer pays a rich multi-tribute to this otherworldly bovine lest it decide to haunt our streets too that's a lot of words <laughs> I actually like the way you read that. You read it with conviction. It's alphabetical. What? I don't... You don't have ABCs. I am. (laughs) What the heck are you looking for? That starts with I. It's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. I forgot what I was going to say now. I forgot it was sorted under NPR. Yeah. (laughs) Which would be labeled under the N tab for all of you. I didn't know how... I never looked at that before today. That's a lie. What? No, I looked at the old app that you used. I never saw that one. Anyway, 
Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. On, on to the... I think this is a little bit more hazy. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, we also have a full can of each. Yeah, because we have four cans of Ooh. Ghost Cow. Ghost Face Cala. This is brilliantly clear. What? What? Brilliantly? Oh, Justin was talking about it being hazy. Brilliant. Apparently, Super Pooh Man has I joined us. It, I think it's a bit more hazy than... <laughs> no. Okay. There's what a beer commercial where they say, Brilliant! I have not seen it. Oh. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. No. Anytime I gotta go poo, I go to the fermentation chamber. <laughs> <laughs> I like this beer. Um, yeah, if you're still listening. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you for sticking, yeah. sticking with us. Oktoberfest is a fun time of year, oh, and yeah. so we... Uh, we wanted to celebrate it yep. correctly my, by uh, getting, you know, drinking yeah. lots of we beer. We had to do 69 right. <laughs> my microphone stand is uh, very don't, erect. She gets angry. <laughs> We're very erect over here. Actually, no, it's kind of bent upwards. <laughs> so it's like super erect. No. Anyway, back to the beer. <laughs> Onion powder, celery powder, clam powder, salsa picante, pepper, and natural lemon, natural chile. Lemon or lime? It says limon. Why are we listening so to this? Limon. Lemon. Oh, Why does she lemon. keep on changing her accent? Carrot extract. <laughs> Draws me insane. And that's it. That's yep. unfufu. I disagree with everything you just said. Yeah, sorry, as, as but thanks for playing. Um, That's Eddie's wife. No. <laughs> the The aroma is kind of faint, just like the other ones. Oh, yeah. We're only on smelling? Yeah. Except for you, you're on the spilling. <laughs> I, just, I got $2 on my shirt. <laughs> Watch out. Oh! <laughs> that Hold was on. episode Hold two. On. Being the newbie, I thought I thought color was first. Yeah, we, we thank talked, you. We talked about the clarity already. Experiences. Yeah, did y'all did. agree with me of hazy or clear? I'm confused. Yeah, it's, kinda, it's hard for me to tell in my glass because it's checkered. Mine's clear. <laughs> he has a checkered past. <laughs> As I hiccup. Checkered, checkered glass. glass. Mine, mine is clear. It looks pretty clear. I don't mean to disagree, but it's clear. What? Well, I hate you. Oh, you don't mean to discreet? <laughs> I don't miss. I don't mean to disagree. Oh. Don't ever disagree with me. Oh, that's not what you said the other night. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me of the agave nectar in the sidewinder. <laughs> <laughs> that just took a really weird turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so we're gonna move on back to the beer. You need to stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, kind of a, a different approach to an Oktoberfest, a Martin. Um, I'm getting a little bit of brown sugar. Mm. Like I think, it's, I think I'd agree with that. It's, it's sweet and I wouldn't say roasted, but overly toasted, maybe. It's not candy apple sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm going to shut up now. So you're cut off. <laughs> you actually... Yeah, I mean, the sweetness, it's not a sweetness from the malt or anything like that. It's right. yeah. something out of the out did of the, the it's just Did the can say anything about additives? Like brown sugar? Brewed that was like dried apricot. Byproducts. Bri- 
Byproducts. Byproducts. No. 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 Uh, no byproducts. No. It's just additives. assertive, full-bodied, rich. I don't know what assertive means. I do know what it means, but not in the beer context. <laughs> Giggity. Anyway, I think this is an ex- an excellent example of a Americanized Oktoberfest. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a couple of overly hopped Oktoberfests. This one's not hoppy. No. But, but all the different. flavors that you get from the uh, like the Hacker Shore, I think, are multiplied. Yeah, it's a little smoother than the mm-hmm. hoppy ones, but not as smooth as the Hacker Shore. Are you taking a full mouthful? <laughs> <laughs> Mouthfeel. <laughs> um, yes, why yes I am. <laughs> the if you take a small sip, the bitterness does not come out, but if you yeah. completely like overload it fill up. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to handle this. <laughs> I'm Ooh. having a hard time right now. <laughs> yeah, the the bitterness really really comes out of it then. Yeah. So other than Americanized Martzen, do we have any other things to describe this one specifically? You know, I I actually like this. Um Oh, I can't talk because you guys are laughing at me. Um Nobody look at him. You sound funny. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> Can't. I've had two we're not, quarter- look, we're not gonna look at you. Oh, you can look at me, just don't laugh at me because I'm just trying to explain myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I I would call this either number two or three on my list out of all the ones that we've had today. I can't make a poop joke about this one. This one's pretty good. All right, so poundability rating on this one. Poundability. <laughs> Rating. <laughs> I'd actually have to say an eight on this one. Really? I would agree. Yeah. Eh, I'm close. I'd, I'd say it's seven, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a six. Okay. Yeah. How come? Why? It's it's just rich. There's yeah, a lot there's going on. There's a lot of flavor there. But it's... it's uh, yeah, like I said earlier, the, the, it was like Hacker Shore, and then all of those elements multiplied and intensified. It's like a Hacker Shore on crack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never had crack. Me or neither. An Imperial Oktoberfest, but it still has a low alcohol. Actually, did we say what the alcohol was on this one? I I did, yes. I don't remember. That was a while ago. 5.9. Like, yeah, that is kind of low. Interesting. But all the flavors are, you know, intensified. Yeah. For sure. It's good. Yeah. Tasty. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. No. It's not the worst one we've had today. Oh, no. But uh, probably not up there with the Hacker Shore. No. No. Nothing is going to be able to overcome the Hacker Shore. I do that with everything that I... think something will. I we disagree just didn't with bring you. It today. You haven't found it yet. Well, clearly it's not the oh. Polliner or the Hofbrau or the Eyinger. What else uh, is there? Oh. My <laughs> 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 We've got one more. I'm glad you asked. Thank you, Courtney. What was this in the background? Well, I was going to say so, but we had a little bit of a static. What? Huh? Huh? What? Play it again. There's nothing to play. What? <laughs> anyway. Sawyer. <laughs> Introduce the beer. I can do that. 
All right. So this next one and then our final one, right? Final one. God, yeah. I hope. Yes, so. we're done. This <laughs> is it. Yeah, this is done. All right. So it's over. Uh, episode it's 69. Over, man. The last one for episode 69. Our 69 is ending. 69. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're moving. We're turning around to seventy. <laughs> All right, so sixty-nine and a half. Uh, this is uh, the Rar and Sons Oktoberfest, which they do in fact spell with a K. Um, the way our Lord Jesus wanted it to be. However, it does say Hallelujah. Martin style lager. Um, it is twelve fluid ounces, three hundred and fifty-five milliliters, seven percent ABV. Oh, seven. Seven. Oh, dang. Is dang. this the highest one for today? It is. Now, it that is, is the there, highest. There's a little thing. Hold on. There's a little thing on here. I got to uh, get my uh, Sorry that you feel that way, but. No, no, no. Shh. It's okay. Hang on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. What's up? Why is your yes. light on? Oh, my God. You're blinding me. Sorry. The cry of happy beer drinkers at he's, the start of the got to add October. the light to see his little thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's black. Can you turn off the spotlight? No, because I can't read this oh if my I don't. Gosh. Is it better? Just just go. Okay. Oh, is it <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The cry of happy beer drinkers at the start of the Munich Oktoberfest, which in German means the keg is tapped. Rar's Oktoberfest is a traditional Martin-style lager, dark amber in color, super smooth, medium body with a sweet, malty finish. 2015 GABF gold medal, German-style Martin. Das ist alle. Thanks for sharing. Bitte. Danke. Anyway, so... This was the one that we featured in the, on the Fest beer episode. <coughs> Really? Yes. Why? Because they had just won a gold medal for GABF As a the week Martin. before. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was our style comparison, yes. probably. Because uh, when we did uh, the Fest beer episode, we had some actual Fest beers, and then we also featured a few beers that won medals that week. And so uh, we have featured this one before. It was a long time ago. I've drank it, since uh, then. Obviously. Me too. <laughs> as a gold medal GABF winner, which is happening right now, by the way. GABF? Uh, mm-hmm. Is that okay. in Germany? No, that's in Denver. My Why friend. aren't we there? Well, broadcasting live, October second, right now. That is on my bucket list to attend the Great GBF. American Beer Festival. Yes, because it's great. Yeah. So this is brilliantly clear. Um, yeah. It's orange, yeah. about the same color as all the other nice, ones. Uh, Let's smell it, shall copper. we? Shirley, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Well, smells like the others. <laughs> smells like a raw beer. <laughs> I get the bready, toasty mm. notes for sure. Yeah, I do um, too. I I do too. It smells clean. You know, it, it. No, it's 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 seriously got that 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 different smell to it. You know, it's. <laughs> I hate you guys. You know, yo yo yo. Yeah, sorry. It's just you y'all sound go funny. ahead. <laughs> it definitely has the. The style, the smell yeah. of it. You know, I, I hate to say it, but it smells like a Martzen. I know that's vague, but yeah. all of these beers, save one or two, have smelled the same. Exactly. Yeah, it which, depends on how strong they smell. Right. But Which I'm happy to say because we've had a few episodes where all the beers smelled different. And it was hard to pick which one was... 
quote unquote correct. Yeah, it feels but, like we're uh, we're bookending with two good representation. To re- what? That's the a style. Drop. What was that? <laughs> <sighs> I gotta drop myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> but anyway. No, seriously though, it, it smells like a Martin. I mean, you get the bready, toasty yeah. characters. There's not Absolutely. a whole lot of like overly roasted or caramel or biscuit or any of that. It's just okay. bready and toasty. I'm back. I have a question. <laughs> it's a serious question. Okay. Do you ever pick up a beer from a certain place like Sierra Nevada or wherever? It doesn't matter. And it smells like another Sierra Nevada in a certain way or another RAR in a certain way. Yeah, Travis's homebrews. Okay. I've that, said this before. This, I can pick up a homebrew and I know if it's Travis's or not. So, I mean, I only say this because we went to RAR recently and this is why I say that is that it smells like a RAR beer. But RAR does a lot. Are you telling me this smells like RAR Stormcloud English IPA? No, 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 no. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm saying it has a certain quality to it that makes it come off as a raw beer. Like, if I were to have this in a blind smell-off, I could tell that this is a raw beer if I had another one right before it. Like another raw beer. But aroma is variable by style. No, 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 no. I I can... what, What I meant was, I can look at one of Travis's beers, just look at it, and I can tell you if it's his or not. I know. I I know. But there's... In addition to the qualities of the style... There's Tiny something bubbles. there that says raw beer. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And there is something to it. It's you know, it's either their base water that everything comes from uh, or they yeah. probably have the same few yeast strains that they use for all the beers. Right. Because uh, Frat and I had the same conversation about uh, Unibrow. Okay. And all of their beers had the same kind of just tinge to it that we, we couldn't we couldn't say it, but it just it had the same feeling. I I agree with I agree with that okay. because like every raw beer that I've had, they all have that same basic flavor. Yes, in the bottom, you all had you get that same flavor. I've had the storm cloud. I've had <laughs> all of the the pale ale that they make, the Prada Texas, all all of that stuff, and it all. Immediately when you sip it the first time, the fir- the strongest flavor is the same. Yeah. And then it has that extra yep. stuff that turns it into a different beer. I exactly. wonder if it's because they they all have the same <laughs> raw malting two-row. Probably. Yeah, I, I would imagine most so. Like raw uh, brewing uses raw malting. Well, of <laughs> It's course. the same family, a wouldn't, different different part of the industry. Wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but there's there's a lot of different breweries around the country that use RAR two-row. Okay, name them. Um, do you know? Well, no, but I know that RAR malting is a major distributor of okay. two-row that, pale malt. That's fine. By the way, I think we should uh, do just a smell testing of different things because that <laughs> is just great. Well, well, you know, the first taste is with your eyes, and the second taste is with your nose. That's fine and all. I'm just saying that, you know, having been around Raw for a little while, it, it's... Even been, though this week was the first time you've ever actually been to the brewery. Well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about drinking their beer, because I've drank their beer before i even been there before. I used to go to Kroger and pick up their stuff all Most the time. people just drink their... Yeah, but it's like a house character. You know, just, right, exactly. There, there's something about it that you know this is a raw beer, whether yeah. it's the water or the the base malt or the yeast. Yeah. 
And I guarantee it. I mean, there's something with Martin House too. Any any beer you drink, the brewery that you go, if you drink the same beers from the same brewery, they all have Ralph. that basic true flavor. Yeah, a bray, it's, bray. It's like a, a house flavor, brown beret, yeah. brewery, brewery. It's hard to say. Yeah, brewery. There's Bur- a house Bur-Bur-Bur-Bur-Bur-Bur. flavor. There's a uh, you know some places have a house strain of yeast that they yeah. use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, with RAR, it could be a mixture of yeast and the RAR two-row. Who knows? Yeah, from my experience, it it seems like most breweries have a small uh, amount of yeast strains they use for everything. You yeah. know, like Martin House has what well, we've heard, too. They have the yeah. Saison yeast, and then they have a just like a stock English ale yeast that they use for uh-huh. almost everything else. Yeah. And I'm sure that most of the other breweries do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Once you uh, once you find your strain, you know, most people would would buy something from uh, Y yeast and then, you know, spend several generations on it, mix it with a few things, and then make it yours, and then that's your house yeast strain that you use forever on. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Hmm. What? You okay. Anyway, so back to the raw Oktoberfest. <laughs> This is a good beer. I like it. It's it's definitely pretty malty, uh, you know, malty sweetness. That is, um, yeah. You know, it's got a little bit of bitterness, though. I will say, just a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it's middle of the road. Really? I think mm-hmm. it's uh, along the lines of the middle category of what we've had. I do get a little bit of sweetness and a little bit of bitterness, but it's not as sweet. As the sweetest one we had today, no, right. which would probably be the victory. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's not doubt. as bitter as the most bitter one we had today, which would probably be the Abita. Correct. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying by middle of the road as far as what we've had today. But right. is middle of the road Oktoberfest probably um, one of the better ones available, I would say. I. The Hacker Shore obviously is the standard. But so we can't talk about anything that we haven't tasted today because, I mean, it's just, you can't, yeah, the, there's, you can't there's logically hundreds, go hundreds about of that Oktoberfest way. beers out there. I've even got one. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at, if you're looking at all of us have had plenty of Oktoberfest outside of what we've had today and everything. Yeah. And, I think I think this is a middle. This is out of one to five. I think this is a upper threes, maybe low four. So, out of the ones we had today, if you had to pick your top three, my top three, that would be Hackershore, um, probably Goose Island after that, and then honestly, I'd say Ghost Cow. Okay. Sawyer? Um, I would have to agree with that exact same order. Okay. Yeah. Travis? I'm going to be different. Hacker Shore is my number one. Yep. RAR is number two for me. And St. Arnold, number three. I was going to say Hacker Shore, RAR, and then Goose Island. So... A little bit different, but not so. Obviously, we all agree that Hacker Shore is the <laughs> numero uno, the, the base, yeah. the original, the starting point, the end all be all for right. Oktoberfest. Well, Martin. even even on BJCP, they listed it as yeah. a classic example, which we didn't really talk over exactly what was listed on the BJCP as far as um, 
the classic examples of the style. Uh, but, you know, obviously, the Heckersor is listed there. The Burgerlikus Ursalfelder, we don't get here. Frühling start here. Yeah. Then Pollen or Oktoberfest, which we do get here. And Travis, when you and I went to uh, Addison Oktoberfest a couple weeks ago, Polliner kind of had the the monopoly mm-hmm. on on there. So we had the we did have the uh, the Martin. <laughs> they had the Fest beer, and then it was a wheat beer, correct? Yes, because they had three beers on yeah, tap the, there uh, in Addison. The premium lager, the Hefeweizen, and the yeah. Polliner. Yeah. The, the, Pol- the Polliner Hefeweizen is. Probably one of the best that you can get here. It's pretty boring. Pretty good. Um, Anyway, so the last commercial example listed for BJCP under Marson is the uh, Veltenberg Kloster Ono 1050. Never heard of it. Me me either. Me neither. Was Einger listed? Nope. I had drank that yesterday and it was solid. Yeah. Yeah. Not listed. We had it on a Wednesday. I wonder if it's listed under Fest Beer. No, it shouldn't be. Well, if they have a fest beer. Oh, Augustiner Oktoberfest is a fest beer. Hacker Shore Superior Fest beer. Hofbrau Fest beer. Lowenbrau Oktoberfest beer. Polliner Weizen. Schroner Rommer Gold. And Weistefaner Fest beer. So, still no Iinger. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. There was a style that we've done that Iinger something was the commercial example. Was that a smoked something? I don't I remember. Tell you. I could have yeah. sworn there's Iinger. <laughs> anyway, well, Justin, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, man. I had a blast. I'd love to come back again sometime for sure. Drink some beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, there's no, never an issue right there. You're welcome here anytime. <laughs> anytime. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles. Do you have your eye on an IPA? Well, join us next week when we go to the English side of the world and do English IPAs. Cheers until next time. Thanks, Sean.